eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast <gasps> with Nat and Justin and Karima. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my goodness. Oh my God. The dubs went two in a row. I can't believe it. I didn't know that things like this still happen. It's been so long. When's the last time we won consecutive games? Maybe yeah. Two months ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, I feel People like lost consecutive games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Last time they won minute, two right? games in a row was the Kings and Thunder, Steph and Clay game winners back to back. Which was, was that? Those that was, um, that was like, uh, but November, like November, first? yeah, I think. Sorry about that, but yeah, that was like November or something like that, which was like their fifth in a row. At that point, and then they lost like six in a row. That's wild. That's wow. wild for this team. I mean, last season was like that, but because I consider last season an outlier, it's been crazy to me. But okay, listen, listen. Steph really tried to sell this game. <laughs> not too much on Steph. Well, y'all could be later, but not too much on Steph because you know he's Steph. But he was really trying to sell this game. And I know he wanted to keep his three-point streak going. But that last three-pointer he took, Stefan. We gotta play the we gotta play the trumpets for him for his streak. <laughs> and I wore this shirt too. This sweatshirt. And had no idea. I just put it on. I actually didn't even realize he hadn't hit a three because I just always assumed that they're hit. So when they said that, I said, oh, really? And I knew knew that wide open one was not going to go in because anytime he stops, Mm -hmm. pauses, looks at it, it's not going in. Because he was like, he he waited, he fought. Like, you just got to let it go, baby. Just got to let it go. Damn. I was hoping he got to 300, but start a new streak. Start a new streak. I don't care about that damn streak though. I mean, I care, but not 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 too much. Yeah, I mean, nobody's gonna even get close to catching it. So no, no one. But okay, okay. 
if y'all do not get on me, get with me about Steve Kerr. And I don't want to hear, oh, this season. Nah, man, this, this guy is coaching malpractice. He is coaching malpractice. We've been saying on this podcast all year that Trace Jackson Davis should be playing. Needs to play more. We've been saying before the season he should get minutes. In fact, we thought he was the rookie that would be getting minutes and that pause would be in the G League. It should be a luxury that you have all of these players who can get minutes. And this coach manages to find a way to screw it up. The Warriors built the lead up to 22 with those guys. Okay? Trace, particularly. Right? Mm -hmm. Trace. Trace's impact tonight on the game was incredible. Lob threat, rim, blocking shots, altering shots, rebounding. Like, at, like, just his impact was everywhere. And it was so evident. Steals, just changing plays, athleticism, energy. Yeah. Like, it was everywhere. In the second quarter, he watches them build a lead to then come back and fucking put Dario back in at the five and watch the entire lead dissipate, by the way, the entire lead before he then brings Trace back in the fourth. What is wrong with this man? And then gets down to the very end of the game and takes him out to put Loon back into close. Why? Why? Why did that need to happen? As it happened, I tweeted like, Come on, yo. He can't just finish the game? Insane. <laughs> Insane. Insane. And it's not like Loon was playing well. Right? He wasn't playing that well. He was playing okay. Right. He was making a game-changing impact. It's like, if you can't earn that to just to be able to finish that all the way through yeah. after playing like that, then what does he have to do? I really don't. I really don't understand it, but hopefully this is his breakthrough game in the rotation with Ari again. Sure. That's what you sorry, asked me about sorry, I don't really know why that happened, but um, yeah, hopefully he can break through and stick in the rotation now. Like, Do you remember could... telling me that about Moses Moody, both of you, a couple of weeks ago on the show and what I said? Yes. And, and, and unfortunately, we don't know how all of a sudden Moses just ended up getting buried and it was just like well, well wait they don't even I know how position uh, we saw more Moses tonight I thankfully. know how thankfully I know you know how um but <laughs> I I still am going to lean that this is the breakout game that we needed from Trace to you know propel us this man is incapable of playing based on the matchup and based on on production. It's it's um, not even it's 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 production. But it's not just production because it's it's that he is insistent on set rotations and set players and and leaning into vets. It, it's not about. It cannot be about production because Dario's production isn't even that great every night. And I was so aggravated seeing all these graphics with 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 Chris Paul's fucking 11 assists of the game. I don't give a fuck about those 11 assists. Listen, those the Warriors can generate assists without Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. 
they can generate fucking assists. So I don't give a fuck about those goddamn assists. Yeah, I think he's, like you said, he's married to the idea of these players rather than the actual product they're putting on the court. The idea of Chris Paul just somehow stopping the Warriors' turnovers dead in their tracks when really it's just like making sure everybody takes care of the ball. It ain't Chris Paul doing it, you know? Or like Looney, super solid and great defensively and rebounding and stuff when he hasn't been close to that, where he's been rebounding, but he hasn't been great on defense. Instead of saying, well, Trace can provide something that no one else on this roster can provide from the center position, like just athleticism and pop and energy at the center position. It's the only position they don't have that, right? Loon and Dario don't, they can't do it. And Draymond is not available. So you need somebody who's young, youthful energy, athleticism, at the center position, every other team in the NBA has it in abundance, and we the only team that refuses to inject it into our team. And it it looks so crazy when when they do it because it's like we have a guy that can do that. Like we're not used to seeing it at all. It's like wow, a center that can catch lobs, a center that can dunk, like just off a catch, a center that can jump up and just block a shot. Yeah, we don't we we haven't seen it since what Javale. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Chris Paul's, first of all, his shot is broken right now. So I don't even really know, honestly, what his value is. A point guard that cannot shoot is a fucking problem. It's a fucking problem. I'm sorry for all the cursing, but I'm quite frankly, I was having some stupid conversations today on the TF. <laughs> they need they need Chris Paul. What are they going to do without him? I said, I'm so, what do you guys think Stephen Curry is? He's a fucking point guard. He is a point guard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Even, How did they even, manage to survive without Chris Paul all these fucking years? Even beyond Steph. Pajimski Pods is a player. Exactly. A player. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Steph is not even better at the fucking two. He's better at the one. That is what he should be playing. He should be the fucking one. That's it. The only reason he's even playing the fucking two sometimes now is because of this Chris Paul bullshit. His assists are down. Everything's down all to accommodate Chris Paul. And I personally am not seeing the great benefit. You only want to force feed Dario. The only reason Kaminga was getting lobs today, the only reason that was happening is because Dario was not on the goddamn court. If he was out there, you would not have done any of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a shame watching him go through this. And it's just like, Dario is not, yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah, it's just like Dario is is not the be-all, end-all here. (laughs) Like, he was garbage today. Like, they both were to me. And He's sloppy. He's clumsy. He um, cannot defend worth shit, you know? And I'm not even saying that there's no value to Dario, but it is ridiculous to me. And even yet, like I said yesterday, I'm seeing graphics with Chris Paul, 11 assists, and Dario. Meanwhile, Andrew Wiggins was out there yesterday with 14 and 6. And I'm not saying he played a perfect game, but why are we hyping up these performances when, like, I I just don't understand. I I do not understand. I truly don't. Mm -hmm. Wiggs was excellent tonight. He really was. It was a great, great showing for him. I'm so happy, happy for him because he actually got us like back into it, you know, staying aggressive, being confident in his shots, even if he missed it or whatever, he was still confident in taking the shots that were there for him. 
and at the line making what three out of four of his uh free throws late in the uh stretch. Yeah, yesterday 100% from the free throw yep. line. Listen, I never lost faith in Wiggins. I see Justin be taking shots at him on the um, timeline. I'm going to let that pass, though, because Justin's my fave. But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, like I said, he got to be out there imposing his will athletically for this team to be the best version of themselves. If he he's not doing no that. More, no more Wiggins shots. I won't tolerate them. You don't see me taking no crazy shots at your boy Clay Thompson when you try to go hard for him all the time. Well, Clay's been much better than Wiggins this season, so I, I don't care. <laughs> he's, been much he's, also done some, he's also done some really stupid shit. For sure, for sure. Even tonight, he did, but for the most part, he was good. He did just. He did that. I mean, it's like one or two shots that was, you know. It's Clay. Whatever. All I'm saying, you gonna stop taking shots at Andrew Wiggins. Hey, if he play like this, I won't take any shots. He shouldn't have to play like this all the time. Like Andrew nah, Wiggins, you don't gotta play like this. But when you're the worst player in the league for, he's not the worst player in the league. Y'all are so he's been the worst player in the league. He's not the worst player in the league. No, I mean, relative many players worse than Andrew Wiggins. I mean, we're talking about relative to what his y'all are incredibly hyperbolic for no reason. No way. No. 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 He's not the worst player in the league. That is literally a hyperbolic statement. No, he was saying comparative players. Of no, he didn't say that. He said he's the worst player in the league. I did. I just said relative to what we just get it out. He's not the worst player in the league at all. He was still speaking, and you were saying, no, I want to hear it. Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins helped this team win a championship. The same way we can sit there and say, Loon shouldn't play no more until he gets his shit together without trashing him and being negative about him is the same way we should be talking about Andrew Wiggins. He's solidified because you know what? I don't care what Clay has done in the past. In in 2022, it was Andrew Wiggins in that Boston series, not Clay Thompson. It was it was whatever. It was Draymond Green who had to be sat. So all I'm saying is be easy on Andrew Wiggins because I've been telling y'all Andrew Wiggins is going to get back to where he needs to be. But anyway, go ahead. I, well, I didn't disagree with that. Like, I always knew that Andrew could get back there. I just needed to know when. And he has, I'm just he saying, has, I've been seeing the shots. I'm just saying, I see it all. I'm just letting. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't throw shots at Andrew, but I will say, Andrew, what are you doing? At, yeah, of course, I will too. I don't think he should go to the bench. I don't have a problem with saying that. Yeah, but I, but I think him coming off of the bench has really kind of motivated him, got his juices flowing. Looks like the mojo is coming back. So Let me say something. I don't believe so much in all of this stuff because I feel like that's making Kerr sound like some fucking genius or something. Like um <laughs> Kerr just needs to play better lineups and do better things to get these guys in position. Um and so yes, I, I don't like be true. Because <laughs> Andrew needed he I, I think he really did need that because he should be he should have been benched because he wasn't playing well but well, I yeah. right well, I agree with that I don't believe that like being on the bench somehow is like now why he's playing better I just think at some point he was gonna play better you know and I'm glad that he is there were signs before even before he got benched you know, so it's like, whatever. And I don't care if he stays on the bench or if he goes back. I'm not even one of those people fighting for him to start or be benched. I just want the team to play well. And if it's better for him to come off the bench, 
then I don't have a problem with that. I think ultimately he's going to go back to the starting lineup just because. Yeah. I just think that's what Steve Kerr is going to do, knowing him. But I don't, I don't care if he stays on the bench. So it's, for me, it's not even like a bench versus starter thing. It's just whatever was there. I never believed that in one year, a guy who's supposed to be in his prime just fell off. I just think yeah. like he wasn't playing well to start the season. And I think he lost his confidence for a little bit. Like you could tell it was just like, he didn't believe shots were going to go in. And I think when your offense is that bad and it's not doing good, then it affects you in other ways on the court. So then his defense wasn't as good. I think it was just like a, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why it happened. I can't explain it. I'm not in the man's head, but I knew my Andrew was in there. So, you know, I'm happy to see Wiggs doing his thing and I expect it to continue and I will continue to get on y'all if I see y'all talking dirty about my guy, Andrew Wiggins. Okay. That's champion Andrew Wiggins, all-star Andrew Wiggins to y'all. Okay. Now, anyway, I just want to know why Steve Kerr doesn't want to play Trace. That's it. That's it. That's all I want to know. Um, He's silly. He's silly. He's also being silly with Moses Moody still, too. And he's being silly with Chris Paul because Chris Paul's playing way too many fucking minutes. How many minutes did he play tonight? Because it seemed like way too many. I need, I really need him at 15 minutes. That's it. How about Just at 15 minutes. If you had to do the lineups, mm-hmm. what would they be? How many minutes per player? Um, I Tell would- me right now with the players out and then tell me when Draymond and GP2 come back. <laughs> if I had to do the lineups, it would be some tough conversations had. But um <laughs> right now it would be the same starting five with Trace in for Loon. Kind of I said that as soon as Draymond went out, right? So mm-hmm. like Kaminga and Pods in place for um Dre and Wiggins for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um and then off the bench, I would keep it mostly the same um i mean like i said if it was up to me loon would be out of the rotation right now i'm just not gonna lie he would be out of the rotation dario would be the big i guess off of the bench even though i, I really hate dario at the five but at the, with no draymond it's kind of like you have to do it um so it would be cp3 moody wiggins and dario off the bench i would just keep it at nine and you just kind of like mix and match the combinations from there Steph would be at 30 plus. Um, Clay would be at 25 plus. And then really from there, it's just like how good is everybody else playing? But CP3 would kind of be capped at um, uh, 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah, I still think 15 minutes would be great. <laughs> 15 minutes would be ideal. I mean, because he doesn't shoot and he's just doing two all these theatrics i'm just like dude grab the rebound grab the, the ball went off of you go mm-hmm. after it he just does too much of the old man stuff yeah too much point. too much that and he can't the shoot. Whole, yeah the whole i don't know appeal. why people are acting like they're not being able to shoot it's been bugging me all season yeah and the whole appeal of bringing him in was he could relieve Steph's duties as a ball handler and part of that duty is to be able to hit shots that you create yourself attack closeouts hit shot like the shot that he hit that was supposed to be the dagger at the end you're supposed to be doing that all game that's supposed to be something that's just in your bag consistently um so teams have to guard you a certain way but 
teams just, you know, for the most part, don't guard him too close and he don't make them pay. He can't hit enough. shots that he creates. He can't hit shots that are created for him. He's not hitting shit. Yeah. Facts. And he, I mean, he can't get to rim. So it's like, if you're not hitting jumpers, bro, like, what are you, what are you doing? And your defense stinks. Oh yeah. All this overhelping. It's just like, dude, overhelping. I mean, yeah. you're like Rajon Rondo right now. In, like you just pass the ball and assist. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You like, we already have Draymond Green who does that. And he's at least making threes this year. This, this is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. This is not what we envisioned. Yeah, so someone told me when I said something about his shooting, he they didn't bring him here for that. They didn't? Yes, uh, they did. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, you have to have that. Like, you cannot be a lead ball handler in this league and not be a threat to score. Yeah. Like, especially at his size, you got to be able to shoot off the dribble. You're not Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Even Ben Simmons at his best could get to the rim. And, and wasn't ben- it him that picked up that foul near the end? Yes. That mm-hmm. sent, was it Simons? Well, Simon no, that was KK. You talking about yeah, that? That that one. No, that's the one near the very close. end of the game when it was right. close. It was it was before that? And I'm trying to think who it was on. Simmons. What's his name? What is his name? Simons. Simons. It's Simons, right? It was just one of those stupid fouls. It's like, what are you doing? Because he can't defend. <laughs> he cannot defend anymore properly. That's why he did it. Yeah. It was just so stupid. I was like, meanwhile, oh. meanwhile, we got pods out there taking Hustle. how many charges a game? Okay. Swapping guys at the rim, grabbing rebounds. Minimum like, two. <laughs> had less turnovers than Chris this game. So, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If, well, I mean, with everybody back, I mean, yeah. ideally, Chris would be gone, in my opinion. Looney would be out of rotation for the time being. You insert Draymond and Gary in there. And um, I think that's a much better team, to be honest. Much more athleticism, much more pop, much more so energy. So you Trace starting? Um, no. I would start Draymond and, and play some Trace if he's back. So you leave Kaminga starting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you have Trace then as your backup in the yes. second unit. 
yeah, and yeah. Dario four. I would probably just mix and match him a little bit. Like I would probably sub Kaminga out early and bring Dario in so he can be the four with Draymond. And then go like Kaminga Trace in the second unit or something like that. Like, yeah, just mix them. But you're playing Gary and Moody and you're putting Pods as your ball as your backup. I would put Clay with the second unit sub early. And I would play Pods, Clay, Moody, probably Kaminga Trace or something like that. Um, so where's Wiggins getting minutes in here? Oh, yeah, Wiggins can sub early for Clay. You know, and no, Wiggins can sub early for Kaminga. Gary can come in for Clay. You have Steph, Gary, Wiggins, Draymond, Dario. Yeah, so Wiggins, I mean, Wiggins can hit shots consistently like he did tonight. He's a three point threat. Right, but I'm kind of understanding where do you have, where do you have Pods? Backup point guard. That's what I was saying. So Pods is your backup. Yeah, yeah, but Wiggins isn't in the second unit like that. Like Wiggins comes in and with the Dre and Steph lineup. Like, so technically he is off the bench, but he's not like the true second unit. Like, it's kind of like the blend in with Steph and Draymond second unit. That's what I would do. Same thing with Gary and Dario. I think that lineup would be pretty good. You know? So, yeah. The only the only thing is like the Pods, Clay, Pods, Clay, Moody, Kaminga, Trace lineup is pretty young. I was gonna say it Pretty, is, and yeah, yeah. the decision making in that lineup ain't too great, <laughs> right? It's like we're gonna still need an adult. Yeah, yes, Clay well, that's is the only thing. adult, but not really in right. that in that line. <laughs> He's not a decision maker, right? He is not. He is not. Yeah. So I don't know with that one, but yeah, I feel pretty good about the other lineups. Hmm. <laughs> but Chris Paul's not going to be gone. If he's gone, that means right. someone else is gone. Right. If Chris Paul's gone, just off the team, traded or something like that, then you're probably getting back a player that would be inserted into the lineup, like thirty million coming out, uh, thirty million going out. Right. You're but someone gone. else, one of the young guys, is gone. Maybe. It, it's not a, just a Chris Paul trade for. It's not a one for one. Yeah, probably not. But. You know. <laughs> you know it's not. Yeah. So what, one of those young guys, one of the, yeah, one of the young guys is gone. Yeah, yeah, most likely. So it would be another player coming in filling in that rotation Ugh. spot. That would really stink. So it's like, Chris, get your act together. Get your head <laughs> out of your ass and get to work on shit. Honestly, I'm going to actually be really annoyed if um, this continued is that Chris Paul just has to play, even though he's not giving the value that they're supposed to give. If mm -hmm. he starts doing some of what he's capable of doing fine, but if his shot is going to be like this all year. Or that he's passing up things and it's like, come on. And if he's, he's passing not, them up his shots broken, but if he's not pushing, like he needs to be, I was so happy. If one of those rebounds that clay got it and he pushed, because had he passed it to Chris, they wouldn't have even made. They would have brought that thing right back. All the way. The defense would have been set. And he'd be screaming, somebody cut, somebody cut. Instead of, can you just move the ball, please? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm just... saying. Like, I, I just, 
I don't see why he's continuing to be played. I don't give a fuck that he's Chris Paul. I really don't. We don't. Steve does. Yeah, but at what point are you going to read the room? Like, none of them see this. I, I can't believe that none of them see this. I think they all see it. and it's- At what point is it like, well, you know, he's a veteran, so we're just going to keep playing him? Are y'all trying to win? Are y'all trying to, 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 to comfort egos? <laughs> what loyalty does Chris Paul the line. to the team? The, yeah. I think part of the team and the franchise's identity is towing that line between two different things that are competing mm-hmm. and then failing at both at the same time. they've done this in many different capacities at this point but like you said like stroking egos or trying to win which one you want to do because if you're trying to win chris will play a lot less if you're trying to stroke egos then this is what we get like i just understand that chris chris paul does not own any fucking loyal like he's owed no loyalty from us true he hasn't done anything for this franchise he's a one-year rental y'all are not keeping him after this year facts and there's no other team that he would be doing more on. He's delusional. I understand he wants to keep playing. Good for him. You're not going to keep playing in any starting role with any kind of meaningful big contract. That's not happening. Unless you want to go to, like, the Detroit Pistons because Monty wants to reunion with you. Like, it's not happening. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully they figure it out sooner rather than later. Yeah. Because we already in too deep of a hole. And giving up another huge lead again in the third quarter is just races on the floor. That lead never gets like that. Never gets like that. Facts. Facts. I mean, like Looney played 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure those minutes were like seven. That's first seven minutes of the first quarter. First seven minutes of the third quarter. It's like those first seven minutes of the third quarter, man. <laughs> Wait, Luke was out there. I was like, I felt like it was just a a Dario disaster class. It was that was contract. It was Kavon Looney, huh? It was oh wow. How much time is left on Looney's contract? I want to say he is expiring, or maybe he has one more year. Yeah, I, think I feel like right. he has one more year, and he's still way under. Like <laughs> it's like, what it is he going to be at nine if that? Yeah, it's year? it's eight it's eight million next year, seven and a half this year. See, I mean the thing is, like Luna, his best is worth more than that probably, but it's like when he had his worst, it is bad. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not really hopeful that he's gonna return because mm. I think just the years maybe. You know, the thing is, I don't even think he was truly that overextended because. They never really played him excessive minutes, but maybe it's just the playing every, you know, all 82, you know, yeah. like, but. Also, I'm just, I'm curious what his offseason looked like, to be honest. I'm curious. I know we had, I mean, I'm sure he worked out at some point, but it's like, just not, not doesn't his, look, he don't have that pop, right? Not to his, his normal level that we're used to seeing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to. Just gonna, gonna just take it easy with Loon. Yeah, I mean, we saw Trace switch on to Anthony Simons and stay yeah. in front, get a good contest. Like Loon, that used to be Loon's thing. Like I can switch yeah. on the guards. I'm not a mismatch. Now it's like it's a layup. I don't want to take shit easy. Get him out the fucking rotation. Like I'm sorry, I just don't understand. Like 
you rather not play players who can actually help in favor of playing players who who are not helping. Yeah. It does not make sense to me. You're not playing well. I'm sorry, but you're not. He's not. I mean, and it's and it's little subtle ways that you know, kind of material material. I can't even say that word, but <laughs> yeah, materialized. Like I still can say it, but <laughs> he's like it's little things like him not being able to, you know, attack off the roll. Like so, teams just blitz Steph. Yeah, and finishing three percent at the rim. Ay, they me with Wait, a what? shot quality what? of like three percent. Loony, my that was before oh. tonight. Maybe he went up a little bit three percent. <laughs> Where'd you see that? <laughs> Either way, we know he's missed a lot at yeah. the rim. Like, I think it might be the third percentile. I don't know. I, it would be crazy if it's actually three percent. Okay, I was like, wait, three percent. Either way, it's bad all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It, absolutely I mean. Horrible. To be wide open and you pump fake like 35 times and still not do anything with it. That was concerning to me. And that was in the last game. And I said, what is happening? What is happening? So. Yeah. Like, even if you're not going to completely take him out of the rotation, take him out of the game sooner. Right. He should not be playing five straight minutes. Like, I'm sorry. He should be playing two, two minutes first. Two minutes First, yeah, you know, like a three minutes, but I would say two minutes might be <laughs> might as well not even play them. Like three minutes, like the first three minutes of the third, by the third, by the nine minute mark, the Warriors were up 15. <sighs> like they were just up 19 when Clay hit a three, and then didn't Looney score though? I thought no, Looney they were up 22. Good. They were up 22. Hmm? Yeah, I thought Looney had scored in, in one of that. He one might of- as well. Uh, no, I'm just yeah. <laughs> but not for real. Like, now they were up 22, and then like it went right down to 14 in like a minute and a half span. And look, so Steph wasn't point, good in that time either. But you can make his job easier, though. No, for sure, for sure. The way they I were, just I just don't want to make it look like I'm only blaming the role players and not mm. the star. Yeah, yeah. But, even last night. It was the same thing in the, in the third quarter. Like, Loon just couldn't move. Yeah. And Steph was just kind of like, just drunk out there, missing layups, missing shots. Tonight, he was obviously missing shots and not taking a ton. Um, So, I definitely think he contributed a lot to that third quarter as well, just not being super aggressive and not making points and stuff. But uh, the way they were guarding him was really – It's Kamara and Tybo for the whole game. Like, these are two, yeah. like – Super try hard, athletic, long, rangy guys that who they're only in the NBA because they play defense like this. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a guy like Trace who can roll and actually pull defenders to the rim with them, it opens up everything. But those you dudes, saw that. you saw yeah, that. we saw it. It's- it was immediate impact. It was immediate impact. Yeah. But when it's Loon out there and it's like these dudes, I don't got to worry about him. I'm sending extra extra effort towards Steph now. And they were trying him, and he was altering all them shots or blocking them. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of them going in with him there at the rim. No. Oh. And if it was, it was like really, really high level. Yeah, like Anthony Simons making some tough layups. Like, 
you live with those. Grant just right. Holy dude. (laughs) Right. He was doing his Warriors uh, audition today. Can't miss. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want Jeremy Grant, but (laughs) yeah, he's a good player. His contract's a little nasty though. Yeah, it's too high. Too many years. The Warriors have won two in a row. We kind of wouldn't. It doesn't sound like it based on the way we're talking. Because, you know, they just keep giving up these leads. And it's so annoying. And it's 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 weird because, like, the NBA is a game of runs. We just saw, because I remember people fighting me, talking about good teams don't give up leaves, and Denver literally just did that to OKC the other night, and Mm -hmm. Shea filth at the end to win the game, right? So literally, good teams. That's the team with the reigning champs, and the team that has, who a lot of people are trying to push as the front runner for MVP. I don't think he is. I just just think there's too many other players. Jokic. 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 Yeah, he's not. I don't think he should be. People just keep trying to say it like it's a fact, but I'm just like, come on. To me, you got to consider one, you got to consider one of the guys on the Wolves or OKC. Like they just got to be in the conversation, Hmm. you know, and Boston's just over there continuing to play well. And Joel Embiid is like, I get no one wants to even consider him because what they did, but he's having an amazing season. Yeah. I'll probably put Embiid first right now. So, but the point is, and and that was with Jamal Murray and Jokic on the floor, OKC came back. Mm -hmm. They're like, they were showing tonight on the screen, like the teams that have had the most, like these like kind of crunch time games and Warriors were up there. So I think right now they would be 11 and 11 because I think earlier tonight they were saying they're 10 and 11 those games. Right now they're 11 and 11. Most of the other teams, the Suns was one of them, I think. I can't remember the other teams, but OKC was the only one that had like a clear winning record in these kinds of games. Everybody else was like losing records, and now the Warriors are five hundred. Look at us. It's not as bad. Yeah, it's, it's it's never been as bad as people make it seem. It's just annoying that they lose so many of these close games. I think they said something like they've lost seven road games in a row, and like four of them were like a combined yeah. seven point loss. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, right. that's just nasty. nasty right. Stuff. That's what I'm just saying. Like, they're not playing well. All this, they're not good. You know, it's like, right. This, this is not really true, you know? And that's why it's annoying. Cause, I mean, they're now gonna fight to like climb back into this Western Conference, but like, it never needed to be this bad. Mm-hmm. It really never needed to be this bad. And so, you know, yes, teams are gonna make runs, but it's just like, it's with the quickness in which you guys lose these leads. I mean, yeah. they lost that lead in like a very short time span. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Felt like three minutes tops. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, was gone that quite, it was gone that fast. And just like that. And it's just the, it's carelessness. It's just, you know, and it's lineups. It's, it's lineups. lineups. It's really lineups. It's really line. I mean, it's really. Yeah. This coach will always go away from what's working for him. And it's ridiculous to me that he always finds money accidentally. He always finds good lineups accidentally. Or because he's forced to. Because someone is... In foul trouble, like Dario was. Foul trouble, suspended, injured, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. 
And Paz is the only one who earns minutes and can keep them. Moses Moody earns minutes, plays him for a while, and then he can't be played. <laughs> Why? Because he's just like, for some reason, he thinks more Moses means less clay versus ever playing them together. Um, like, he feels like, okay, like, he can't, like, to me, give Moses some of Chris Paul's minutes. minutes. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks that he can't do that. To me, it's just so clear, you know? So you stagger Chris Paul, Paz, and Steph, so you always have one of the ball handles on the court, but, like, you know, he acts like that can't be done. <laughs> he acts like it's too hard to do. Mm-hmm. And then, not only that, you're giving Moody choppy rotations. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's rotations that don't make sense, so it fucks with his rhythm. It fucks with, you know what I'm saying, probably his head, because it's like, okay, when am I playing? How many minutes am I going to get? I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't get it. Now, fine, Kaminga's back in the rotation, and he should be, but I'm just saying, like, why do you keep doing this to Moses Moody? Yeah, that's an no excellent clue. question. That means- I mean, I'm sorry. This is this is probably another reason why I think, you know, a trade has to happen, just so you can kind of, like, shrink shrink the amount of players that's available to this guy so he can just play the good players you know what i mean like if there's no chris paul in a roster you know i mean unfortunately it might it might and have moses to be, might, <laughs> I know moses might have to be gone but like the thing is i don't think it's going to be moses that's why it's, it's, gonna yeah, be I don't think it's gonna interesting be to me because i think if you're trying to trade the teams are going to want kaminga he's the more promising talent now it's just whether the Warriors are willing to part with him. And I don't know if he's going to play well enough that it'll make them say, mm, we don't know about that. Because at the end of the day, you still need some, if you're, if you're going to bring in another player that costs a lot, you need to have young assets around him, you know, that are good. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't know. And Moody is a young, promising asset, asset but Kaminga still probably has more upside. Yeah. I mean, his physical his physical profile yeah. is just off the chart. But yeah, I mean, if you remove, let's say, for instance, it's Chris Paul and JK are gone. Now you bring in one player for the cost of two. That's just one less player that you have to play. So more, more minutes for the other guys who are on the fringe of the rotation. And it'll just be much more easier for Steve to compile a rotation that makes sense. Cause now he just has like his key guys that he wants to play. Then he has like the guys who aren't really playing that well, but they're veterans in the league. They've been on the team for a few years. So he feels like he has to at least include them. He can't completely remove them from the rotation. And then there's the young guys that are playing well that need more minutes or that should be playing more minutes, but it's just like, I got to give these other guys the minutes. Like I can't give all the guys, all the minutes to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's try to be, balance, try to find the balance, find the balance. I mean, it, like you said, you got to have some tough conversations or like some guys just got to realize, like, if I want to play more, I need to play better. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see honestly what's so hard. Like all this, you don't, you don't have to find balance. You need to play who's good yeah. and who's helping you win games. That's what you yeah. need to do. Like I, I'm, I really don't understand why people keep telling me you got to find balance. No, you don't. You don't have to play all of these players. Teams play the, the players who can win them games. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you it's different or you dynamic play based on play. matchup. Or you play based on who is playing the best that night. You bring in Dario. You bring in Trace. Trace is looking better. Okay, sorry, Dario, not your game tonight. <laughs> I don't understand why that's so hard. It's not that it, hard. It isn't, it isn't. And tonight, really, it should not have been. He, he didn't need many to nights. get to Not just tonight. Right. Many nights. But we're many nights. I'm speaking on this particular game. We didn't need him to get to three fouls for us to know that this is really not his jam. Not tonight. Not tonight. So. Not, not a good time either. He's not good at the five. So the thing is like, nice. and this is why this is also why having Draymond out hurts because two of your three big centers are immobile. So it's like he really should have played Trace probably 30 minutes tonight, based on just the athleticism advantage that he gives you, or like he at least can combat the other team's athleticism in a way that the other two centers just can't. Right. And he just, you know, couldn't get those minutes because he's Steve's just married to those guys in the rotation. I mean the center the center rotation should be the easiest one because none none of y'all three you know are really like that you know Looney you've been uh, um, you know stable for the found for the yeah. franchise but you're not like one of the guy guys like you know what I mean you're not Steph Clay Dre or Wiggs or or even Chris Paul stature coming from where he came from so and Looney's never really been a problematic guy so I don't think he has an issue sitting more minutes. This is what I've been saying. Dario's and that's what minimum. I said about Andrew too. Like, even though like Andrew's one of your main guys, like he's never given any problems. Like if you bench him or move him. So why are we waiting so long to move him? Put him on the bench until he starts playing better. Yeah. Why yeah. did it take as long as it did? I don't know. But I mean, I think he, I think he was more so thinking about Andrew's like confidence and stuff like that when, when he's yeah. thinking about moving him to the bench. But I mean, Andrew's a grown man. I think he's shown that he can handle it and and be able to play better. But with Loon, like I said, with the centers, none of these three dudes are like, you don't owe them 20 to 25 minutes a game. So it's no. very easy to just be like, yo, it's all matchup. The centers. Dario is a vet minimum contract, my guy. He's not going to be here next year. This loyalty, Co- Kojo for a while. You owe, you owe Kojo nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No, Thankfully, we ain't seen him. Listen, I would have rather seen him come in than Chris. And you know what? If Chris Paul has to miss a game, he will put Kojo in rather than just saying, let me give pods more. Like, it's it's bizarre the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have his set lineups. Gotta, <laughs> gotta have it. Gotta play the vets. You're telling me this is a good coach? Come on now. This is this is not a good coach. This is not a good coach. (laughs) This is a man who is formulaic, who works one way, and is really flustered if he has to change or alter a thing. At least on the fly, yeah. Yeah. Takes him a while to change things. After his assistant says to him. Oh, you know what you should do? Just play your five best players. Just just put Andre Iguodala in the starting lineup. Wow, wow. It really took that, you know, person <laughs> to say that to him. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of credit this guy is giving. Oh, my God. It, it, it pains my soul. 
mediocrity at its finest. That's what that is. <laughs> yes, mediocre. Okay. Yes. I don't praise mediocrity. And that's what it's been. That's what it's been. Covered by greatness in the form of Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond when he was Dre, Kevin Durant, and the many others who have come in. They went in spite of him, in spite of him. The only thing I give him credit for was implementing a system that could better utilize them, but he has not been able to adjust from that system. The fact that the league has caught up, the fact that people can defend it better, he has not been able to do anything. He, like, set rotations, this person comes in. I mean, people are writing about this. People who cover the team, they're like, no, this is, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Other teams busting up their split action, knowing what's going to happen. That is not good coaching. That is not. How many? How much am I going to keep giving you credit for bringing in a system in 2015? Bro, 2023. It's about to be 2024. Same system. Same system, same rigid rotations, same insistence on playing vets. Old ass Chris Paul. <laughs> and I bought in. I bought in. I, I bought in. He because he had started out. It was like, okay, all right. He can run the second unit, slow it down, keep them in check. You know, we we just thought, you know, his mid-range, like, yep, he's automatic with that shot all the time. And then he just decided he was no longer going to shoot. But that's the thing. I never even felt like it was like a he needed to keep them in check. Like it to me, it was just like kind of just, hey, we can keep this going. Everybody, I can get you in your spots to make you flourish where you could flourish. But who knew he would only be locked in on Dario? Exactly. That's the problem. Like you're not even doing what you're capable of doing because you're obsessed with Dario. And it's like Dario. And if you're on the court with Steph, then obsessed with Steph. But like, that's yeah. it. It's like Dario Steph. You don't like want to do nothing with nobody else. And it mm-hmm. doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And and he yeah, insists on always slowing it down. Like, there are times, yes, you want to slow things out. Right. But when you're when, slow things down. But when you're playing against young, athletic teams. <laughs> and you also have athletes on the floor to work with that are that are running that are leaving you they're right. telling you come with us like right. play to play to their strengths yes. Mm-hmm. yes yep and i wouldn't care if you doing that was getting getting like working but it's not yeah nope i mean most of the teams in the league are the are young athletic teams now Right. In some capacity. So, like, that stuff is not going to work against those teams. I mean, they're 30th in transition frequency. You're playing in the half court all game with one no or two, which makes no sense with at least one or two offensive handicaps on the court at all times. Like, it's not a formula for. No, y'all should be running all the time, but because you're old, you don't want to run. Y'all should be running all the time. 
is is they is Chris Paul doesn't want to run, and it's their defense has been so mid that they can't get out and run because the other team is either scoring, scoring right, or they're getting a high quality shot and they can still get back in time for the Warriors to you know, like we saw one I think they had one, like just completely fast break layup where there was nobody there like i think it was a open court steal or something like that and they laid it up i'm like damn when's the last time we watched that like even their transition like somebody's back against them like all the time like when have they ever just gotten like a completely undefended shot at the rim in transit in the fast break from a steal or a block or something it just doesn't happen anymore and that's that's the warriors that we've known transition 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 even in the half court we're playing fast we're going to play so chaotic that you're going to make a mistake on defense and now somebody's hitting a three or somebody's getting a dunk. Now it's just like, eh, pick and roll, clear out, throwing it to Dario in the post. <laughs> All these young athletic dudes are just going to swarm him until he throws yeah. up something that he can't really finish. Or he falls. Or he falls over. <laughs> and it's like, he scored He scored a few buckets today, but what were they? Yeah, but Were they threes? I think they were. Yeah. Space the floor, Dario. That is your strength for this team. Bring pull a big away from the rim. If you don't want to come out there, hit the three. Should not be posting up, bro. Like easy peasy up and easy. I hate anytime I see him start to dribble too much. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, ay, ay, ay. I'm telling you, this, this is when like, you have your belly, and I want to <laughs> jump on the court and. At least Belly had a little bit of burst on his dribble. Dario dribble so slow. Yeah, it's just so like methodical. Right. He be all big out there and can never like he be missing rebounds. Can like what are you doing? I mean, sometimes he rebounds, but it's just other times it's like, why couldn't you get that? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're right there. Like, what is the purpose of your height? You were the tallest one there and you didn't grab it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not really a much of an athlete. Listen, listen. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. The Warriors have won two in a row. Mm -mm, Yeah, let's bring it back. And I feel like I set the tone off negatively, so let's end on a positive note. Let's end on a positive note. Cause we are happy that they won two in a row, despite yeah. despite Steph trying to sell Clay. Tw- what twenty nine? Was that what he ended with? I think twenty eight. Yeah. Wigs twenty five. There was like a debate over one of his shots, right? So he rebounds for Wigs tonight because he he yeah, he was working. All right, twenty five and seven. It's the first game where both Clay and Wigs were like good we're start to finish. Yeah, twenty eight points for Clay Thompson. Wiggins had how many? 25, I think. 27 boards. 29. 29 20. for Clay? No, it was 29 for, oh no, for- a minute, sorry. 28 for Clay, 25 for Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yep. Trace, I want to say, had like 14 points in like 18 minutes or something like that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pods was amazing. Um, Excellent getting that um stop at the end after Steph said he wants him his free throw. Yes, he was really trying to sell this game. Yeah. Steph was playing. Did we, did we miss that free throw? No, I'm just saying. It's like, oh, what are you doing? 
But I was just like, wait, was that like the play to purposely miss it to run off more clock? That, or... No way. No. Oh, he no. just missed it. He just yeah. sold. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because I literally crazy. like looked away and I was just like, wait. By the way, Chris Paul was a minus four in his minutes. Of course. His height. I mean, well, and sorry about that. that, was, that was, <laughs> sorry, it was a minus two. We'll strike it from uh, Of course. <laughs> and Andrew Williams was a minus three, and I believe that's only because he was forced to play with them. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because he was in the closing line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, he was. A he plus was eight there. for Trace, plus nine for Moody. The only other people with a negative, Looney and Clay, also Clay, because of who he was forced to be with at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now and, and listen to the musings of Chris of, of Steve Kerr, because I'm sure he said some foolishness tonight. But um we we're definitely happy that the dubs got the dub and that for the remaining um month they have one two three four five six games left for this month five of them are home one back to back but five are at home and gary should be back for some of that or almost all right hopefully some point i know he's ready to get back out there so I, mean, I just hope when he comes back. Oh, damn, the Wizards up. ended up letting the Suns win. That's what that was. That was come on, come on, Wiz. It's crazy, man. Suns aren't that good. They aren't, and it's like, dang, we could have gained a whole game up on them. We're right behind them in the standings now. We're still two games away. Okay. Wizards could have could have stole one off of them. Bradley Bill Boston hurt. up next. Again. That's gonna be a good challenge. I mean, if they could beat Boston, that would be huge. Yeah, it'll be a close game. We know that much. <laughs> they played what twenty-two clutch games out of twenty-five. Wow, uh, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Even with those games with OKC, like that's why I wouldn't really be worried if the Warriors were a lower seed and had OKC because, like, they just sold a couple of those games. Like, they really yeah. could have won. Yeah, it's the same. I mean. I don't think they're losing in the same way as they were last year, but it's the same situation where it's like, if you just get the right situation going into the playoffs and get healthy, you can beat a higher seed, but it's like, you're just, you're pushing so much. Yeah. To, to get, you know, out of the play in or get yeah. in a good position. It's like, you rather just cruise into the playoffs rather than try to sprint into the playoffs just because you are behind. Right. But I see no chance unless, a lot happens that they will have and they won't have any home court. Oh no. Nah. Yeah, so yeah, they I mean they're gonna have to put up a, quite a collection of wins right for, for that to happen. Something yeah it's gonna have to be a crazy run. Like they like kind of like the Suns in 2022 where they won like 20 games in a row or something like that. It would have to be something like that. Like or 18 and two, 15 and five. Yeah, I mean, look, for the, for, they can win a lot of games, like, even if it's not straight for December and January. They got a lot. In January, they only have four away games. Okay. 
They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have ten home games in January and four away games. They have good. two home stands because it's straight home games at the beginning of January. Then they go on the road for four games and then come back for another five games at home. And I will be there for that second home stand. Should should be back at least during the second home stand. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean from from now until February, five. Yeah, five away games. Okay. So I mean that's. How many games did you say that was? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They have 15 home games and five away games. That's 20 games total. Mm-hmm. 15 I think a good team wins three home games for every one loss and wins two road games for every one loss. So if that's five away games, that's what, what was that? 4-1? Four and one on the road, that would be amazing. And then fifteen um, home games is what? It's like twelve and three or something like that. That would be nice. That'd be real nice. Fifteen and four, that would be pretty good. Real, I don't make any predictions, wild. but like I think that would that would that would put them definitely out of the play. Yeah, but they got to actually do yeah, it. Yeah, they'd probably be inching somewhere closer to six. I mean, if they went eighteen and four. Or 16 and 4, they'd probably be, I don't know. They'd be higher. Look, but but they are taking it game by game. So they, they haven't looked ahead. So that's good. Now they know it's a huge challenge coming up with Boston. So let's see what they give. They're gonna be at home. So the energy should be way up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got winnable games on here. Like, even if I give away the games that people are going to think are obvious mm-hmm. or feel like they should lose, Boston and Denver, you got Washington, you got Portland. Miami ain't playing that well. Dallas, got Orlando, you got Denver again, Detroit, Toronto. You know, Pelicans are in there, but you have Chicago, Milwaukee. Okay, Memphis will have job back. Um, Utah hasn't been very good. Dallas, Atlanta, Sacramento, Lakers, and then Philly. So the the second half of the stretch, there are some better teams, but they have a lot of beatable teams in there, like just like that they should win. And then a number of these other teams they can play with. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll be at home for a lot of those games. You know, so. And maybe we'll get a home whistle. Who really knows? (laughs) That ain't happening. True. That is not. Well, guys, um, the Warriors won, like we said, two in a row. So woohoo. They're back to winning ways. Still right now, two games below 500. So <laughs> they need to get that back. So let's see. I mean, if they can win their next three games, that would be a five game winning streak. Cause that would put them at one game above 500. Okay. When two of the next three, then I think what there's still one game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, let's try to get back to five hundred. Small goals first. Let's let's exactly. try to get back to five hundred, and then see what happens because they're going to Denver on Christmas Day. 
You already know Steph is always goofy. <laughs> Steph is always goofy on Christmas Day. Mm. So, I mean, if they could, like I said, if they can get those next three, they would be one game above 500. So even if they lose to Denver, then after Christmas, you're 500. Clean, yeah, clean slate going into... New year. The new year. We got two games left in December, but going into the new year with a very favorable schedule that you should try to rack up some wins. Yeah. Let's, chase, see. Let's chase these wins with Trace. How many losses do the Warriors have right now? 14. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> I was just thinking about the rule of how many they got to get to before they get 20 losses. <laughs> Was it 40 before 20? Uh, 40 wins before 20 losses or something like that? I think so. Well, shucks. So we better hit 40 wins before 20 losses. (laughs) How many wins they got? Real close. They got 12 wins. Seriously? 28 and 6, baby. Let's go. Oh, no, 29, yeah, 29 40, 40 wins before 20 losses. So, I mean, <sighs> did you see any promise, though? Like, after seeing this, does this renew your hope that the Warriors can still do something in the postseason? Or are you like, because I got, I, I said, like, I, this team, I've accepted their fate for this season. So, how are we watching the team right now? I mean, I think we always want them to win, so we're never gonna not want the Warriors to win. Yeah. But what are we? What do we think is truly realistic this season? I think they can get into the playoffs. Then you get there, and I'm sure they can beat whoever they see in the first round. I mean, Steph is going to get you the first round, I think. Um, and then from there, who knows who you get. And how things are going, like it always depends on like what's going on at that point in time. Like you never know who's healthy, who's playing well, whatever, anything can happen. But I can see them in a similar position as last year, in the second round against a good team. And it's like, do you hit enough shots to put you over the hump or are you going to miss a few of those shots? Like, And then from there, it's like, okay, you probably get to the conference finals and maybe win, maybe not. I, don't know. I, mean, I, mean, I actually, actually feel like if the Warriors got that far, I would consider the season a success. <laughs> For sure. I really That's would. Right. At this they point, it's like to, getting to the playoffs. They shit up, but I would consider it a success. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, get into the playoffs. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get into the playoffs. And anything can happen from there. You got stuff. Anything can happen. Like, he get hot at the right time. The team itself gets hot at the right time. You never know. You know, I think a team with Steph and competent players around him still has a near championship ceiling or a final ceiling. It's just a matter of like how realistic is you are you getting to your ceiling? Like mm-hmm. are you got are you gonna be burnt out when you get to the playoffs like last year? So you really can't get to that ceiling. Right. And they really shouldn't be because their bench is so good. The bench can actually allevi- alleviate them. And yeah. they've actually needed the bench, which is why I just don't get it. So um we will see. We will see. Because I feel like they could be really good going into the postseason if Kerr utilizes the bench more and lets those guys get comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, I think this team is built is built with that strength in numbers concept in mind. 
So it's like if everybody on the team or at least like 90% of the team is playing to the best of their capabilities all at the same time, they're a really, really good team if that happens. Like we see they get leads, 20-point right. leads routinely, and they just blow them because guys just start playing well below what they were just playing five minutes ago. And it's like right. right. to consistently – the coach does screwy rotations. Yeah, and then he, he's, he notices that they aren't playing that well, and he just keeps them in. And it's like, bro, just yank the guy, yank him put that other guy in but yeah this team has a talent to be a really really good team as we've seen they've been pretty mid to to trash trash this season and they're barely losing games to good teams they're getting leads big leads and then losing the lead yeah so, like they're just towing that line between good and mid good and mid good and mid it's like just be consistently good and i think their ceiling is pretty high like all while missing key players right been missing key players the whole season. I mean, like this, it's not. I mean, they. It's because of things that they can control. Draymond, in particular, yeah. he can control himself. Um, he just chooses not to. But yeah, if this team is healthy, whole, and everybody's playing to the best of their capabilities, I'm not saying people playing above themselves. Just play to what you can do. Right. Then they're going to be hard to beat. But they just haven't. They haven't gotten that this season. So, and they've had a. I mean, we keep saying they've had a really tough schedule up to this point, but can't use that excuse forever. But you gotta still gotta. But now the schedule is is in your favor, so get it done, get it done. It sucks that they've lost Draymond when the schedule's in their favor, but it's in their favor. They're at home, so get it done. Yeah. All right, guys. Dubs get the Dubs get the W. Um, Boston up next, so. Until then, we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter, at Golden Spaces Pod. Make sure you're subscribed to 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel. That's where you will find Golden Spaces episodes. And when we drop a new one, you'll be alerted if you are subscribed. Make sure you also are uh, sharing it with friends that you're leaving us a five-star rating, that you're leaving us a review available on any podcast platform. We appreciate you. We appreciate the support. Until next time, it's Nat, Justin, Karima on this Odyssey original podcast, Golden Spaces. Thanks, y'all.